Welcome to Energy Talks, a regular podcast series with expert discussions on power system testing topics. My name is Scott Williams from the podcast team at Omicron, and I will be your host. Hello, everyone. It is always interesting to speak with different engineers involved with the day-to-day diagnostic testing of electrical power equipment. In this episode, my guest is David Hussman. He is a project engineer at Bell Miller Services, which is a service company focused on ensuring the reliable operation of rotating electrical machines for its customers around the world. Bell Miller Services specializes in the routine inspection and reconditioning, as well as diagnostic troubleshooting and repair of motors and generators at its workshops located in Nuremberg, Munich, and Chemnitz, Germany, as well as at various customer sites. David describes the types of services his company provides to its customers in the power and industry sectors. Specifically, he talks about the diagnostic tests he and his team perform on machines to assess their condition, especially partial discharge testing. He also describes the types of diagnostic testing equipment they use. Lastly, David offers his tips for machine testing based on his many years of experience. Hello, David. Welcome to this episode of Energy Talks. Hello, Scott. It's nice to be here. Thank you again for joining me. David, what type of work does Baumiller Services do? Could you please describe what type of facility you have, where you are located, and the services your company provides? Yes, of course. So Baumiller Services offers industrial services in the field of electrically rotating machines. It's such as generators and motors, and yeah, our daily business is to repair, maintenance, and servicing in our workshops. And in addition, we offer service at the customer site worldwide. So our workshops are Nuremberg Commons in Munich, in Germany, and the headquarters in Nuremberg. Very good. What is your personal experience with rotating machine diagnostics? Yeah, so I have been with Baumler Services for near 10 years this year and started with diagnostics in 2018. And in the beginning, I was there as a second technician on site and at our workshop and was able to learn everything about the measurements and diagnostics. And over the course of several measurements on site and yeah, the measurement in our workshop, I was able to see and learn a lot. And yeah, then I could do it by myself. So David, your main workshop is in Nuremberg, Germany. Could you describe your facility in Nuremberg? How is it set up? So in Nuremberg, we have different workshops. So there's a workshop for the bigger machines, like the generators and bigger motors. So for the bigger sizes. And then we have um, a testing field on this area for the big machines. Yeah, then there are workshops for the smaller machines, also with testing fields. And then we offer some big stock So we stock spare parts for the most frequently needed parts of the machines. So David, in addition to yourself, how many people at your company are directly involved with the diagnostics, repair, and refurbishment of machines at your facility? Yeah, directly involved. There are around about 200 technicians. So they are all in Germany. So Nuremberg, Kamenz, and Munich. Okay, very good. And who are your customers? Are they primarily located in Germany or in other regions of Europe? 
Yeah, so our customers are anyone who has an electrical machine in their company. That's, uh, for example, power plants or paper mills to oil rigs and chips. And the majority of our customers are in Germany and the neighbor countries around Germany. But we also receive orders from South America, Africa and Asia, for example. Yeah, but the majority is in Europe. So what types of machines do you work with at Baumiller Services? So in the field of partial discharge measurement, we have so far mainly worked with machines from 3 kV up. In terms of maintenance, we work on almost all electrically rotating machines and the associated controls and regulations from these machines. And in on-site services, however, we can clearly say that the majority of the machines are generators. Yeah. Okay. So those are generally machines that can't be moved, can't be shipped to you. You have to go to them. Yeah, of course. Yes. So David, based on your experience, when and why do machines need diagnostics, repair and refurbishment? Yeah. In our experience over the last few years, partial discharge measurements is also increasingly part of a standard maintenance. There's a great way to show the history of a machine, and we can record the trend, the partial discharge trend. On the other hand, we are called for damage cases to give our opinion. This means that on the one hand, we are called to standard measurements where no damage is to be expected. And mm -hmm. on the other hand, to cases of damage where we have to look very closely into the machine. Okay. So just a quick question about that. For standard inspections or measurements, how often do you recommend that machines need to be inspected in this way? So in the normal way, we say every two or three years, we have a look at the machine. And yeah, there's some difference between case to case, but almost two to three years. So David, what are the major causes of failure in rotating machines? Which areas of machines are you focusing on and why? If we look at all electrically rotating machines, it's very clear that the bearings are the weak point of the machine for smaller size with a lower voltage within the lower voltage range. And on the other hand, with larger machines and in the high voltage range, it's clearly the insulation is often responsible for failures. Yeah. It has to be said that in the years I have been measuring machines for our customers, especially the machines in the high voltage range, we have surface and winding overhang discharges were the most frequent cause for the maintenance. Okay. We'll come back to that just shortly. In the meantime, could you just please describe which tests you perform on machines and why are these tests important? What types of testing equipment do you use and how do you perform these tests? Yes, so we do always a special range of measurements. So before the measurement, we always look at the conditions on site. So other things that stand out, is there any damage or contamination that can be seen? And does it smell strange or anything like that? And then we come to the measurements for one that involves a partial discharge measurement. Our measurement starts by measuring the insulation resistance after one minute and after 10 minutes. And this results in the polarization index. With the measurement, we get the first insight 
and so the first scene of the machine and now if the installation can withstand the voltage yeah in the next step we measure the dissipation factor and the partial discharges from this we get so much information that we can make a statement about what is happening in the installation in the machine yes after that we have so the what so we clarified the what and we have to classify how bad it is for this it's important to have a reference measurement or to measure a machine regularly so we said in the standard maintenance case okay you said you recommend every two years or so yeah two to three years only then we can say for sure what has to happen so otherwise we don't know if the machine has always had high discharges or if it has increased recently and the measurement equipment we use is mainly for a dissipation factor and partial discharge the omicron equipment mm-hmm. uh, mpt and cpc mm-hmm. and then there are some other handheld measuring devices for the insulation resistance and the polarization index so david how long does it take you and your team to perform all of these tests on rotating machines it's difficult to say in total because the setup always depends on the condition on site but the pure measurement of the insulation resistance and the polarization index takes 10 minutes and the dissipation factor measurement and in combination with the partial discharge also takes 10 minutes but what has to say to the majority of the time needed is to bring the measurement equipment to the machine and set it up there care must be taken to ensure that the distances are enough that the earth is suitable and that the measurement setup is correct so we have already had customers where we had to carry the equipment three floors down the stairs into a pump house so it varies from machine to machine and from customer to customer what time we exactly need okay very good so most of the time as you say is involved with setup and the testing itself is quite minimal in terms of the time factor yeah exactly so are these primarily offline tests that you're performing yeah primarily offline testing but we also offer online tests and also online monitorings so david you mentioned that you perform online testing and monitoring for customers when is this used over offline testing Often the installation of coupling capacitors and the topic of online measurement and monitoring is of interest to customers who already have experience or where something has already happened or a critical machine is in the machine range. So in addition, customers like to equip large machines so that the measurement can take place in operation at any time. But for machines with a negative history, the topic of online measurement and monitoring is often recommended. And of course, for machines above a certain size for trending and monitoring. So that's the case from our side. Very good. Now, when you say these customers have this set up for online testing, does that mean that they already have pre-installed sensors? Yeah, yeah, of course. So at our customers, the sensors installed from us, from Baumler, and we do then also the online measurements. Very good. So that means you can go back every now and then to do particular online tests. And of course, for monitoring, that's a continuous observation. Yeah. Yeah, right. 
Coming back to surfaces and winding overhead discharges that you mentioned before, you prepared some case studies about this, which you recently posted on LinkedIn. Could you tell our listeners more about this particular case? For example, what were you investigating and how did you perform the diagnostics in your troubleshooting? Also, what did you discover and how common is this situation in machines? Yeah, yeah, of course. First of all, I would like to mention that I did this case study together with my colleague Christian Quell from the company mm-hmm. ENA. Uh huh. So many thanks to Christian at this point. Big uh, shout out to Christian. Yeah. <laughs> the diagnosis was carried out as described before first visual inspection and then the measurements. So from insulation resistance to partial discharge and so on. We have this case most often, but the cause is always different. Sometimes it is dirt and moisture. We have also experienced loose parts in the machine. But I think the craziest thing was definitely a screw that fell into the winding and worked its way through the insulation. That, by the way, is one of the field studies still to come. And yeah, I think the problem is, among other things, that the winding overhang is not at earth potential and it's virtually exposed. So there can be damage without the machine having to fail directly. This is also a reason why you should look for the cause and why a visual inspection is is still important. Could this type of problem lead to an eventual failure? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. How did you perform these tests again? Yeah, it's always like described before. We start with the insulation resistance measurements, and then we have the polarization index out of the two insulation resistance measurements, so one minute to 10 minutes. Then we do synchron the dissipation factor measurement and the partial discharge measurement with the Omicron equipment. So we can get those two measurements together. Very good. And so that saves you a lot of time. Yeah, absolutely. It saves a lot of time and the measurement is the most time, not the longest thing. It's more to get the measurement equipment to the machine and back to the car. Sure. So you're saving time on setup is what you're really doing. Yeah. If you could offer some advice about rotating machine diagnostics to our listeners, what would that be? That's that's a good question. <laughs> so I think what I've learned over the last few years is that the observation from all the measurements, so pictures and also impressions you get at the machine, always has to be looked at as a whole to draw a conclusion. So it's never only one measurement. It's always the whole picture you get from a machine. There can be many reasons for this. In the past, we had machines where the defect was not yet so measured that it could be seen during the measurements or the defect can still be prevented before they occur. Mm -hmm. You don't just want to do the measurement as something to say what's broken, but we want to help the customers avoid damage as much as possible. So think of it this way. If you were to go to the doctor, Scott, Mm-hmm. Would you like the doctor to look at just one part of your complaint? Or would you like him to look at everything and work from the whole to the individual? It's more about ruling out everything to be as sure as possible that the prognosis is right. So I think the bottom line is that we are 
like doctors for machines and we want to help as much as we can. So we offer everything that we consider important and also the maintenance measures to help the machine or the customers in this way. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, how can our listeners get more information about Baumler services? You can read about what we offer on our homepage mm-hmm. and also can follow us on LinkedIn or YouTube. I make the case studies available on LinkedIn for anyone who is interested. Currently, there is no other place, but it is planned that they will also be available on our homepage. Well, David, thank you for joining me for this episode of Energy Talks. Thank you, Scott, for the invitation. It was a honor to me to be here. So thank you. Well, thank you. It was great to have you here as well. And a big thank you to our audience for listening to this episode of Energy Talks. If you like what you hear and have not done so already, please be sure to subscribe to Energy Talks on your favorite podcast platform to never miss an episode. We always welcome your questions and feedback. Simply send us an email to podcast at omicronenergy.com. For example, if you have an interesting application for power system testing or power system related topic you would like to share with our listeners as a guest on Energy Talks, please let us know. Omicron has several years of experience in power system testing and offers you the matching solution for your application. This includes diagnostic testing and monitoring solutions for rotating electrical machines, which was talked about in this episode. For more information, be sure to visit our website at omicronenergy.com. There, be sure to look under Applications to find matching Omicron solutions. Knowledge sharing is very important to Omicron. On our website, you can also find the latest papers on various power system testing topics, upcoming seminars and events, as well as training courses. Please join us to listen to the next episode of Energy Talks. Goodbye for now, everyone. Mm -hmm.